pissed us ahead. My youngin' got them bodies, she still pissing the bed. Keep the code of silence, don't repeat what I said. Keep out of baloney, I just came for the bread. My hood known for wildin' and I don't promote the violence. I done been through all the tribes and tribulations, now I'm smiling. Say you wanna smoke, we at the table doing the plot and we gon' slide. Wet your shit up, make it home for you, a siren. I'ma let them spin like a spiral. I don't got no love for no rival. Put them on the news, he went viral. Um, so I guess the first thing that, uh, we should talk about is that Tobin Bell is not in it. Should we, like, do any kind of intro, or are we just jumping in? I don't know. Do you, I mean, if you want to do an intro, we can do an intro, but at this point, um, I feel like I'm ready to just go. I mean, we could say that this is a podcast where we talk about Saw, this is Live or Die, um, yes. Liver Cast, Liver Cast, <laughs> the Liver Die. together, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is liver cast make your choice the saw the saw cast uh the only one um that exists and uh we i watched spiral and mara also did today yeah. we uh Dan and mara. yeah and we watched spiral the book of saw no no, no. from the book spiral of saw from the book of saw spiral from the book of oh my god this this truck it, it does a it does a thing when i pull back on the wheels it like it okay. like does oh sorry okay well i was i was focusing at the very beginning i was coming right of the gate with the beginning okay. assertion and statement okay. that tobin okay. bell is not in this one that is true there is a brief photograph of tobin bell Wait, I did. Oh, yes, there is. There is. They show him one time because they're looking at the old case files because they're like, yeah. oh, this is a jigsaw copycat. And then one time there's just like a picture like of Tobin Bell and he's yeah, making his like Tobin cute, Bell a face. Cute little photo of him. Yeah, <laughs> a cute little photo. A cute little photo of John Kramer. Yeah, um, I think the only time they because they always call him Jigsaw, but I think the literal only time they referred to him by his actual name is the absolutely insane line near the end of the film where the killer is like, it's like John Kramer. What what was what was even I I know I texted it to you. I'm gonna read what what I texted yeah. to you. Yeah, hold on. Cause I don't feel like I can do the line justice now. Oh yes, John Kramer was right. The spiral, the symbol of growth and change. God, he was right. <laughs> Like the spiral isn't even, I mean, it is like imagery of Saw and we do have it in our podcast logo that Anna designed for us and it's very beautiful. Yeah, like but the reason, the yeah, has become yeah, it has become a symbol of Saw, but the reason why is because it is the little blushies on the cheek of the silly little puppet. Um, yeah. and that's, <laughs> and the puppet doesn't mean anything. We don't even get the puppet ever named in the entire franchise, but now he's gone. Billy isn't here, and neither is Tobin Bell. Okay, yeah. You know what else I want to talk about? Yeah? Related to Tobin Bell no longer being present to hold my hand as he cuts it off. <laughs> is the new, the new voice for Jigsaw. Oh my god. Where it's, it's, computer, it's computerized. Like, I confirmed like, it. It oh, yeah. like it is, yeah. Like it's I, cause differently computerized. Yeah, but it's not like a person like filtering it through like a Darth Vader filter. Like it's straight up just like it's not even a human voice to begin oh, with. Oh, I understand. Yeah, like it's straight previously, up. Previously, it was like like a regular person's voice put through like a voice changer. I think. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, but like they made the decision for some reason to not even just have a person speaking and then alter their vocals. They literally just had a computerized voice, which I guess like is something that you can do. But, you know, like where's the heart in that, you know? Like, yeah, and like these these modern jigsaw copycats. Jigsaw, <laughs> it sounds like regular jigsaw, like selected a bunch of helium. It sounds like like if Siri were jigsaw, is what it sounds like. <laughs> like it's like like it, it does sound like as if just it was there was Siri, but um she was jigsaw now, which I think yeah. would actually have been a better. a better a better twist than this what this was. I do feel proud of myself um, because, I mean, this this movie is, uh, I mean, I don't want to, this movie changed my life um, today, but it is stupid as hell. Uh, <laughs> um, I but like I it was trying to be less stupid. No, it definitely was trying to be more grounded than the other Saw films. Like, I can tell also from, like, looking, like, I mean, I took a cursory glance at the Wikipedia page after, and I saw some of the little quotes from the director. Well, because, like, the director of this is, like, he directed, like, um some of the previous Saw films. Like, I think he did three and four, um, maybe. But yeah, he said he wouldn't direct any more of them after four, but then, like, Chris Rock really wanted him to direct this one, so he directed it, and they were, like, talking about how, like, they like they didn't want to, like, um, like, rely too much on gore, and they wanted it to be, like, more, like, like they, there was various, like, quotes about that sort of thing and, like, wanting to have, like, kind of, like, a fresh take on it. Um, so they definitely, like, thought they were doing something. <laughs> and, like, in a way, in a way, like, this movie, like, it very much does feel like, both it very much does not feel like a Saw movie and very much does at the same time. Yeah, it, um, it, it has, like, a different, it has a different dress on. Yeah. But then, like, when you, when you get it into bed and you take its dress off, like, it's still the same old Saw franchise. Yeah, like, it, it, it went, it went out there and it, it went on the town and it got a new outfit, but you know what? But like still, when you when you take the, it all off, you still still have a very bizarre relationship with uh, carceral politics and addiction, um, justice, <laughs> police brutality. Yeah, like that's the thing too, is because like like the and I remember there was a part in this movie because like this movie. Okay, well let's just like summarize really quickly the premise. The premise of this movie: Chris Rock stars in it. Uh, also, Samuel L. Jackson is there as his dad and formal. Po- former police chief um and they work uh for like again like we've said before it's like just like the metropolitan police like saw has never been set anywhere in particular this movie was very clearly trying to be new york so we're gonna say wanted to be yeah it was it was definitely like this one was definitely trying to be like we are set in new york um so i'm gonna say yeah sure it was set in it was set in fake new york um and uh, a jigsaw copycat appears uh, after Chris Rock and his brand new partner, uh, de- a new detective, um, are called to a crime scene for a man who was uh, killed by a train. Um, and they realize there's more to the story uh, than it a seems. A subway train that is not in New York, but isn't not in New York. <laughs> yeah, this one was filmed in Toronto as well, just like all the sequels were. Yeah, because, like, I think I've said in the past, but yeah, the first Saw was filmed in L.A., and I think they filmed it in, like... A few days it didn't take them that long um and then all the saw sequels have been filmed in toronto and they will be forever yeah. if they're not then i become jigsaw <laughs> there. um but yeah so like they discovered that they're like ah, oh, that's weird and then also chris rock starts receiving like you know like serial killer mail and stuff and essentially like 
officers keep getting captured uh, by the um, person in a new pig mask, which I actually liked. I liked the design of the pig mask. I thought it was very spooky. I thought that was a good new thing. The update version, like updated version of the pig mask I liked. Um, And I did like, I even liked the fact that they didn't have like Billy. Cause like it it makes sense. Yeah, like at first I was like, oh, where's Billy? (laughs) You're like, oh, where's our little guy? Where's our special little guy? But then it was like, hey, well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, like, the thing is, like, because if this is, like, and they were doing this on purpose, they were, like, having the killer not be previously connected to the Jigsaw legacy in any way. Like, he was never actually, like, in contact with John Kramer. The first time there's been a Jigsaw who's not, like, a secret John Kramer apprentice. Yeah, it's the first one who hasn't actually, like, worked under John Kramer or, like, been tangentially related to him or, like, being, like, a previous victim from his traps. Hello, Nicole. Nicole, come say hi to me. Oh, she can't she hear me. Is <laughs> she can't. Oh no. And well, yes, no. She also can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, she can't hear me. Uh, she doesn't have AirPods in. <laughs> she doesn't. Oh no, Nicole. The train's coming, Nicole. Oh god. <laughs> um. But yes. Anyway, where was I? Cops. Oh, my Yes. Oh, yeah. I liked the fact that it was like a new, um, like a new, like they used new puppets and props. I actually thought the props were cool. Uh, I thought they were neat the way that they used the, um, yeah. Cause like, I mean, the, cause again, we've talked about, I mean, we love to see Billy the puppet. We love to see him cause he is so, he is so little and funny. Um, but like, he didn't mean anything in the first place. So it doesn't make any, he was just, he was just like a little symbol. He was just like the spooky thing that is there for you to look at because John Kramer doesn't show you his face. He just shows you this little puppet while he plays his little recording of his, um, his, uh, little monologue that he's prepared for you for your special little trap. Um, so yeah, like I liked the, I liked the updated props. I thought that was maybe like the strongest thing about this movie was just like the updated pig mask. I was like, yeah, that's actually a cool take. Like, you know, it's pretty scary. I liked the added realism of it and I liked the, um, and some of the traps too. I was like, yeah, these are really gross. Cool. Yeah. I felt like the traps were like, not necessarily more fucked up, but like more grotesque. Yeah. Well, like... Yeah, cause, and it's funny, because, like, they talked about how, like, they were like, oh, we don't want to rely on the gore, uh, but, like, I feel like, ultimately, like, some people have said, well, this one had fewer traps, but, like, it didn't really, it just, like, it just, like, focused on, like, there was, like, big scene moments where all of a sudden there was, like, a big, like, all of a sudden we're gonna do a trap now, and it's happening, it's happening right now, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was less, because, like, the other movies have always been, like, about a game, but I guess, I mean, this one is the game, it's just, like, it's going on, like, and and Chris Rock doesn't end up actually being like in in the game like in the warehouse zone of the game until the very end but like the game is still happening um he's being courted I think yeah that that first trap with like the guy's tongue I thought was pretty um pretty gnarly to witness oh yeah no it was like super gross and it was like and I was like yeah go off 
honestly. Yeah. And this is another one of the things too, because like, like we always talk about the traps and how intense they are and like how in general, and I'm just, I, right now, um, because this is audio, you can't see it, but I just opened okay, a package. Okay, you're a <laughs> I, <laughs> I opened a package um, before this and I'm still holding the scissors. I used to open the package and I'm just brandishing them around like the Probably open scissors. you're brandishing them by holding the blade? I'm <laughs> holding the blade of the scissors and I'm- <laughs> It's sensory input. Don't be ableist. I think it's, I think it's, there's something very um, psychologically telling about it. I don't know what. Yeah. Um, I did have some beef with uh, this Jigsaw copycats traps in that, as as usual, like, this is not anything new, but they weren't actually really particularly escapable. Yeah. Well, this is another one, because, like, it was very much one of those things where it was like, okay, before I kill you, I want to torture you. Because it was like one of those things. Theoretically, Jigsaw isn't in it for the torture. He's in it for you to like make a choice about whether you. Well, he's in it for you to to go through torture to live in order to prove. Yeah, in order to prove that you have that will and that drive to live, and that you're willing to make sacrifices to stay alive. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was, I had quite a bit of beef with the one that um, Hermione Lodge was in. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah, the spinal cord thing. Yeah, the choice between whether you want a bunch of hot wax poured on your face or whether you want your spinal cord severed. I mean, either way. I mean, a spinal cord injury is technically survivable, but especially considering that the blade with which she was supposed to sever her spinal cord was at her neck. Like, she would have been full body paralyzed for the rest of her life, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, if she survived, if because she somebody survived. would have to find her fast enough to get her medical attention. Yeah, yeah. So it was, like, either it was like either you definitely die by, like, having this hot wax poured on you, or you or attempt you to survive, that like, that you could die from anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, I mean, that's the point, like, especially because he also escalated the trap, which is, like, really funny, because, like, initially he's punishing, like, these white man cops, and he's punishing them, like, in less harsh ways than he ultimately punishes the well Hermione Lodge um who is like the woman and she's like the only like yeah woman. the escalation of like his revenge was like the people that, the people that this guy is the most angry at for their hand in police brutality are a woman and two black guys yeah and not like a white woman either like no. <laughs> yeah so it was like hmm it was pretty okay. wild. Yeah. And then that, yeah. And this guy, well, the villain is Italian, um, which I think says a lot. Uh, I think that yeah, says that really it all. Yeah, that says all you need to know. <laughs> there's an, there's an, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, t shirt. I, you're vindicated um, by the villain Italians in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's set in New York, baby. Um, it's, except it's not, but it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the a villain is an Italian villain who wants revenge against the police for killing his Italian father. Um, one time, well, I mean, you can't kill a father multiple times. You can only do it once. Um, I mean, you can kill a father multiple times, but it has to be a different father each time. Right. Um, true. But yeah, because uh, Chris Rock's former partner, uh, one time, was like talking to Italian uh, Jigsaw's dad. And was like, hey, you saw, like, the cop, like, push, like, a witness or, like, something, like, do something bad to, like, and kill another person. And he was like, yeah, yeah, and I'll testify to that. So he's like, okay. And he shoots him point blank in the chest. And then Chris Rock is like, hey, what the fuck? And, like, reports him. And then all the cops are like, oh, my God, you have no loyalty. I can't believe you would do that. Which, honestly, like, is, that's how cops are. So that was, like. I mean, like, this, like, in that sense, it was like, yeah, 
like there's a lot of things in this film that were like which is the same thing with a lot of like cop based media because there's a lot of the times there's stuff yeah there's stuff about like there's stuff about like police brutality and like all these different corrupt cops and there's like you you know usually the protagonist is like a good cop and then they have like a new partner or something like so in the way it was kind of interesting how it like subverted the like wide-eyed innocent new partner thing by having him actually be evil italian jigsaw (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's another thing that's the twist that's the twist of this of this movie is that like initially because at the beginning of this movie it starts off with Chris Rock like kind of like well it's it, this is another thing that's wild is like it starts off with him doing an unsanctioned undercover op that he just like decided to do by himself yeah. without like actually having any right to do it or like any oversight from um any authorities um he's right because he's a good guy yeah, and he like so he's inf- he's infiltrated this um this gang or like it's it's people and they sell drugs which again that's always what it is it's always like oh, oh drugs and then and then like so they get like they get into a big shootout at the building and then the cops show up and then like one of them like recognizes him and is like Zeke because that's his character's name and he's like ugh and they're like and then like all the other guys are like oh my god you're a cop and it's like yeah he's a fucking idiot um, <laughs> and then so and then Hermione Lodge is like you were so stupid like you can't just do whatever you want like you can't just say like it's an undercover operation he's like well we got them and we could have got more if my cover hadn't been blown and it's like it's not how this works Ezekiel um and then he does get assigned god what's even the name of that guy it's like is it was his name like it wasn't Mark was it was it Mark Shankman the 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 oh the new guy yeah the partner his fake name was Shank and his actual name was Emerson yeah, well, his 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 fake name was Shank, but, like, what was his, like, because he had a first name, right? Oh, who knows? Who knows? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like it was Mark. I feel like it was Mark, but, like, the, maybe that's just because everybody in Saw that I can't remember the name of his name, Mark. I don't know. Yeah, and again, it, there's no way to find out. There's no, there's no way for us to ever know what his name, actual name is. Anyway, yeah, um, this, this, this like guy. So she's Hermione Lodge is like it's the typical kind of cop narrative of being like, oh, you're a loose cannon, and I'm assigning you a new partner, and he's like, oh, I work alone, and then like he gets assigned this like new detective, and he's like, I'm not yeah. babysitting a rookie, and then like they do the whole thing, and then and then they're like, oh, well, because he reported um, his partner for point blank murdering somebody in cold blood that one time he always gets sent on the shitty job so then they kind of like um are like derogatorily being like oh yeah some homeless bum just like got hit by a train earlier today so like you have to investigate this super lame case that no one cares about yeah because like who gives a shit about that um and then they go and then they realize like they find out it's actually uh like well they they see the evidence that obviously like things were weird yeah, like that. There's a tongue situation, um, and they also find the badge of the officer that was in the trap. Yeah, for for a split second, I thought there was gonna be like some fun like homoeroticism to play around with, but there really wasn't. Between between, between Chris uh, Rock between and Chris Rock and the other guy. Yeah, the thing about and this is something I thought about when I was watching um, Spiral and I was reflecting on the other Saw franchise uh, uh, films is that a lot of the plot of Saw is uh, let's be boy best friends. Um, but that doesn't always mean that it's like in a way that we can appreciate and kind of like take in, um, to ourselves. Like this isn't, you know, there's other dynamics. Like I feel like, um, like Hoffman and Strom are more of a, are more of that energy than I was getting from, from Mr. Chris Rock and whatever the name of that actor is. (laughs) Um, 
Yes. So, yeah, then they realize it's a jigsaw thing, and then it's like, oh my god, we have to, like, and cops are getting taken away, and, like, they keep getting, like, these little riddles and things in the mail for addressed to, like, their hello, Detective Banks, and... Before yeah. I forget, I want to address the just like insane dialogue, specifically at the beginning of the film. Like, oh my god, this thread, but there was a lot of really wild dialogue early on about like how you have to be PC now and you can't say like, oh my god, I know right at the beginning, you can't say anything anymore. Like, uh, and like, I know that was so wild. And um, Chris Rock's new partner shows up and Chris Rock calls, calls women bitches and this guy is like maybe they don't like it that you call them bitches and Chris Rock is like oh it's fine to call women bitches like who cares yeah well he's like I'm not calling them bitches like to their, to their face, face. So and it's, it's like yeah like this guy kind of like which is another thing that's funny because like ultimately the twist is that he's like yeah you know I, I've I've you're like you it was my dad that your old partner shot and I saw like and and so I've I've I, I've like been on your side for 15 years and I've always wanted to work with you and I want you to become my partner but then it's like well hanging out with this guy did you not kind of like at any point come to like a turnaround in your opinion of <laughs> him because like it's so funny yeah like the beginning I was like is the entire movie gonna be like this because it kind of stops but there's like there's like a lot of like very like very deliberately trying to be edgy stuff in the beginning like like characters saying fuck every other word um and like yeah the beginning of the movie where he's still pretending like we know that he's a cop obviously because like nobody I don't think anybody goes into this movie not knowing that Chris Rock plays a cop in it yeah. um but like he's like this is when he's doing his undercover um thing with the the gang or like the drug dealers or whoever they're supposed to be um and he's like talking about like Forrest Gump and he's also like yeah and like he did all these things and then she wouldn't she still wouldn't fuck him and then like later on um yeah like yeah and he's like oh and we can't say and then he says like the R word. He says a bunch of really, like, fucked up offensive things. <laughs> yeah, he says, like, a bunch of really fucked up offensive things, and it's like, what was this, why was this, like, necessary know, to like, your undercover what, operation? What the purpose of this, like... I know, which is another reason why this feels like a Saw film in the sense that, in the sense that it feels like something that was like, this doesn't feel like something that was like, except for the fact that it was HD and clearly made on modern cameras. Um, and there was no shitty little tapes. It was like USB sticks and stuff. Um, it felt like something that was made in 2006. Yeah. Um, yeah, and although the whole thing where, like, they have, like, they established that Chris Rock has a kid, we never see his kid. We, I think it's, like, it's a sign, like, they, they mentioned one time, and then, like, one time we see his, his wife that he's not actually divorced yet from, he's in the process of divorcing, and because he says a bunch of derogatory things also to his new partner, where he's like, yeah, she was, like, fucking her, like, like, she was cheating on me, and, like, he says a bunch of, like, things about her, and then, like, when he goes to see, like, the first, after the first uh, guy, like, they find his body and he goes to like he's like wow that guy was my friend um and he goes to see the wife of the guy to like be like oh yeah like you know like tough tough luck sorry about that and then also like ask her some stuff like the wife is there presumably because she is also friends with this woman and that's the only time we see her (laughs) and like it's like nothing like it could have just not been in the movie and like all of the stuff where he's like talking about like yeah like women are like you know bitches and stuff like that and being like classic muddled morality where it's like maybe what this guy was doing was good or maybe it wasn't or maybe it was sort of good maybe it's good to call women bitches no wait maybe it's not like maybe being pc is good no being pc is bad like is yeah. murder sometimes justified it's impossible to say Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's another thing that's, like, wild, because, like, again, this, like, this was the kind of movie where, like, because, yeah, most of the time with the saw traps, it's just, like, okay, well, did this person actually do anything wrong? And, like, a lot of the time it's, like, no, they just did drugs. Um, <laughs> uh, but this one was, like, with, like, all the victims... I mean, in the narrative, they had legitimately done absolutely reprehensible evil things. So, like, when it came to the the victims for, like, most of the time, it was like, you know what? I don't really feel that bad that this happened to you. Like, the like there's, like, three guys or something that died before Hermione Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, all of them, it was like, well, you kind of this kind of happened. <laughs> like this, this is one of those things where um, maybe like, not that I think that murder is right, but like I I will go out on a limb and say that I think that murder is sometimes okay. Yeah, that's my opinion. I think on murder. Um, I, would I do murder myself? I don't know. I haven't ever been in a situation where I would have to make that choice. Yeah, I, don't I know think that personally do a murder, yeah. but you know, like they they made the murders relatively sympathetic as far as jigsaw motives go. Yeah, like, like they were people that, like, I wouldn't have personally done the thing that was done. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could just go up and murder someone. I think I would have to be doing that as self-defense in, like, a situation that I had to make some kind of, ooh, a difficult choice. Yeah, if I was put into some kind of difficult choice in a situation where I had to choose, I might kill someone. And that's Saw. Um, but <laughs> well, it's quite, it's quite a choice to have, like, the villain of your movie be a guy whose motivation is that he hates police brutality. Mm-hmm. Like, to release that in 2021. I know. Oh, my God. And it's like... Like, it's evil to hate police brutality. Or is it? Or maybe Or it's, it's like, it's one of those really things say. where it's like, oh, well, he had some points, but he went too far. Like, it's one of those, like, the villain where they're like, yeah, we're the, um, like, we're the, we love equality and also killing children, like, type thing that happens in, like, so many yeah, movies. Yeah, like, okay, well, this wouldn't happen in real life. They're like, have the like, leftists gone too far? Yeah, because, like, in real life, Antifa? Probably, like, probably a person who hates police brutality would not also be a jigsaw copycat killer. So you're kind of presenting me with, like, a false situation here that would never occur. Yeah, well, because that's the interesting paradox of the jigsaw model of morality and justice, is that it is carceral thinking in response to carceral thinking. Like, there's a moment in this movie where, like, somebody says, oh, Jigsaw never targeted cops. And I'm like, well, that's not true. I mean, he didn't exclusively target cops, but he has had cops in his little traps in the past. Like, this is, yeah. this is a, like, from the beginning, and I mean, even it, though, um, the, like, in the first Saw movie, those, like, the, that one, uh, officer, well, ex-officer by the time the movie's actually in media res and his partner, like, they aren't in his little chats, but they're involved from the beginning. And there's, like, a thread throughout, um, the entire Saw franchise of the Metropolitan Police being involved, but it's never, like, the main focus. Like say, this, this felt more like a cop movie than previous Saw movies, but then when I thought about it, I was like, well, it's not because the previous movies haven't featured cops, it's just that this feels more... It's more focused on the cops. Yeah, and it's also, like, the narrative structure is more about that. Like, it's less about, like, the crimes happen, and then because we're going in, like, we're looking at this as if, well, what would happen if this crime happened? Well, cops would come in and investigate, and, like, oh, okay, if there was, like, a killer operating in this city, then, like, there would be cops that know about it and have been working on this case, because that would just be what happens. But, yeah, and also because, like, Mark Hoffman, and there's, like, a history of, um, like, cops being involved with Jigsaw and, like, even becoming, like, Jigsaw killers. 
Like, Mark Hoffman is a cop uh, who used his position as a cop to find Jigsaw victims for his little traps. Um, So, yeah, like, it's always been a thing. And, like, I mean, because if I hadn't been able to find this um, torrent, I was just, I mean, I totally rented this legally. (laughs) I paid, I paid, I personally... I personally paid Chris Rock money. I went I I went to him. I I sent him in a I don't know. I we don't have Venmo here. It's Canada. Um, in case anybody's worried, I did pay 20 Canadian dollars to rent this film. Oh, Mar. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know what? I would also have paid 20 Canadian dollars to see this film cuz if if we could go see things in theaters, I would have gone to see this in exactly. theaters. Exactly. Like that's why I was fight. like I paid that much money for The Conjuring 3 as well, and I was like, uh-huh. yeah, if we were seeing The Conjuring 3 in the theater, I would have paid more to see it. Yeah. I would have bought me a ticket. I would have bought my girlfriend a ticket. I would have bought a snack. We would have snacks. Oh my god, I can imagine the movie snacks that I would have devoured during this if I was seeing it in the theater. Okay, I paid How much money did I pay? Do you have your for... receipt? You can send it to Chris Rock and you can be like, uh, please find enclosed my invoice. <laughs> okay, and it would appear that I paid roughly twenty two cents per minute to see this film. Oh, you know what? I think that's actually a pretty good value. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 22 cents per, per minute honestly, of spiral. Honestly, the entire amount was worth it for that song over the end credits. Oh my god. That song fucking slaps. It's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. a rap song that samples heavily from iconic theme Hello Zap, which you can listen to us discussing in the previous episode of, of Livercast. Um, yeah. And it was dope. It was by far the best Saw music credit. No, I think that I have to listen to, because, like, I think all the song. I don't know if there was, but, like, because I, this, again, is just from a cursory glance at the Wikipedia page after I was done, like, in a haze from finishing watching Spiral. Um, I'm pretty sure that all the songs that were featured in this film were created specifically for it. Like, there was, a like, the rapper that created that song for the credits and also, like, a couple others that were featured uh, in the movie. I think that he just, like, there's an EP that he created that he just created like to be the soundtrack for this movie mm. um so i i want to get into that i want to stream that <laughs> right. yeah yeah, yeah so like, we, you can find it and post there the link also, like a melancholy version of hello zap that played at one point while chris rock was like doing discovery oh yeah i liked and that one too i really enjoyed that as well basically i think hello zap is a great song and it's always it was always nice to see to see her uh yeah. it's nice to see to hear her to see her to hear <laughs> her, mm-hmm. feel her. To remember, yeah. like the the probably genuinely the most enjoyable moment of any Saw film ever, <laughs> which is the moment when that song originally yeah played in no yeah when when the when when he when he just gets up he got up the moment of realization there it's just it's huge and they've been trying to replicate it ever yeah, since and, and they try to do it in this movie um but obviously really it doesn't after that moment and they're never gonna do it they're never gonna do it but yeah because there was a moment also like the, the the and this 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 pissed me off this was disrespectful where they have chris rock wake up and he's chained to a pipe and there's the little like dinky handsaw just like obviously in oh, saw but then he and he's like tries to saw through the chain and he can't just like you know our our dear friends lawrence and adam did um and then he sees a bobby pin lying on the floor a little bit of ways. So he uses the saw to, like, pull it towards him. And then he uses the bobby pin to, like, detach his chain. And it's like, I hate this. 
Well, because also it's so stupid. Because, like, I mean, presumably the bobby pin was left there on purpose so that he would unchain himself. But it's like, why even chain him up in the first place? Because, like, the, the trap that follows that is subsequent, he needed to be mobile and able to move around for it to happen. So, all like... All for the aesthetics. Yeah, like, they just wanted to have, like, an homage to Saw. Like, they wanted people to be able to be like, hey, that's from that's Saw. Kind of like in- the one good movie in this franchise. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, hey, it's just like in Saw. Um, a lot of franchises do this where they mistake imagery for quality because people associate I mean, that the, yeah, the Saw, Saw does like, this. Oh, if we just repeat the image, it'll be good again. But that's yeah. Works. And similar to how at the end of the movie, when they do the whole thing where, like, they have the police coming in, trigger, like, the wires pulling Samuel L. Jackson back up. And then, like, and, like, evil Italian jigsaw is escaping in his little elevator and then as he's like going down like Chris Rockyell's like no and it's like supposed to like it it is it is a I would say like a fairly good attempt to replicate the scream that Adam does but it's just not as visceral because it's nothing yeah like it's (laughs) some of the other like moments yeah that were yeah it was a little more like legitimately shocking or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, well, like, the thing where it was, like... Because also, I feel like that was something that was interesting, though, because it was, like, another thing where, like, similar to kind of how we established in, like, Saw 3 and onwards the idea of, like, jigsaw followers and jigsaw apprentices who create traps that are designed to be inescapable mm-hmm. and to be a trick, and even if you pass the test, you will still fail. Like, I did think that was interesting because, like, he did ultimately, like, not plan for anybody to survive these traps. Mm-hmm. Like, the plan was to offer potentially the hope of escape in exchange for, like, really, really extreme suffering, but then still in the end die. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... Like, it's not really in the spirit of John Kramer. Yeah, but, like, it is in the spirit of the Saw franchise. Like, this is established as a concept um from like this is like not a not an out of left field thing the idea of a, of a jigsaw killer who is just straight up because like john kramer doesn't consider himself a killer but pretty much everyone who's into his concepts does consider themselves a killer um the so yeah yeah the jigsaw heads out there something we'll have to touch on when we discuss jigsaw 2017 wow yeah which honestly might be one of my one of my higher ranked films in the franchise i would say okay you know what there was that scene uh where chris rock goes uh to the church to see his horrible ex-partner who shot um oh, yeah, italian there. italian um jigsaw's dad and like they were doing this little support group well again again it was for like ultimately like i guess the, i think they said it was like because he asked if he was like there for like the meeting and he was like oh you know alcoholism isn't my problem yeah, or whatever it and it's an like meeting, yeah but like again it was like that sort of thing with associating addiction with like morally um irreprehensible characters but for a moment when he and italian guy shank uh shankman i think is his his fake name um walk in i had this brief beautiful moment where i thought that they were going to see the jigsaw support group oh i wish and i wish so bad it had been that but no they they do not they do not have the range um to bring back the jigsaw support group and saw 3d also a surprisingly delightful film good no i think jigsaw 2017 came the closest to being good of any of the follow-ups i i mean 
It definitely isn't my... I would never make that argument. It definitely isn't my favorite of the Jigsaw sequels. I mean, Mm -hmm. the Saw sequels. I guess Um, that's something we'll have to release our lists, you know, our ranking lists. Yeah, I mean, I I would have to think about it to create my ranking, because obviously number one would be Saw, and then I'd be creating, like, others. I feel like I would actually maybe put Saw 3 as second. I know a lot of people, like, lots of Saw fans, like, don't, like, they're like, oh, it's so slow or whatever, and it's like, I don't, I mean, I was, like, very captivated by Saw 3, honestly. Um, I don't know about Jigsaw. I think I just, I think I was also, I was really burned out after watching Saw 3D. (laughs) And you just needed it. so stupid and so gory, and Jigsaw was stupid and gory, but in a way where it was at least sort of, like, there was, like, a modicum of restraint to it. After mm-hmm. the, like the blood spurting absolutely everywhere all the time, yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that you pretended like this meant something, even though it still ultimately doesn't. Yeah. Well, I was actually expecting this movie to be like even less gory than Jigsaw because Jigsaw really like well, Jigsaw was by far the least gory one. Yeah, Jigsaw um, walked it back. I except actually for, like, the money shot. Yeah, except for that classic shot, but it was also like again like that kind of like cartoon ish like Mm -hmm. gore where it's like well obviously this is not something that you would really see and like kind of associate Mm -hmm. with real violence because it's so over the top i did love that moment Uh, that was very good uh of the fucking blooming onion uh moment um the it was the payoff was great uh but yeah like this one definitely like the gore went back up which in a way i appreciated uh because like it gave me something to look at Mm -hmm. You know, uh, um, but, and I do actually like gore, uh, even though, like, Saw definitely toes the line for me in terms of what I'm, like, I mean, this was pretty gross. Like the pretty strong stomach for gore, and I enjoy it for the most part. Um, If you watch too much Saw in quick succession, I think. You're like, that's enough. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's like candy, if you think that people dying horribly in disgusting ways can be compared to candy mm-hmm. like it's really good and you think that you want more of it but like the more you eat the worse it tastes and also yeah. you just feel sick yeah like there's only like, oh, so many shotgun carousels like, every, that you can look at every individual bite seemed like a good idea now i've watched five saw movies in two days and i feel sick oh yeah that's kind of what happened to me when i i still haven't finished the purge miniseries because i started yeah. watching it and then i was like binge watching it and I, when i got a few episodes in i was like actually you know what it turns out that when you examine the concept of the purge and the world of it for more than like two hours it actually starts to get very depressing and it's a big downer yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't have my fun purge times anymore. I had to take right. a break. I had to take a rest. Yeah, um, so least, it's kind of similar. Saw seems to be confined. Like, the world of Saw seems to be confined to the city that is not New York. Yeah. Um, so it seems that, like, jigsaw copycats do not do not happen in other cities. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a very localized problem. It doesn't seem like it's a problem that, it's like... It's a specific problem of... It's not, it's not a metaphor country. about America as a whole, like other franchises are, like The yeah. Purge. Uh, another amazing Just, franchise that I yeah. think about all the time. That's a, that's a classic for me. I, I've, I've yeah, thought the about The Purge for the many Purge years. A similar a similar type of, like... It tries to make points, and sometimes it does, and sometimes you're just like, oh, your your morality is so muddled. I'm obsessed with. I mean, you know that I'm obsessed with the I purge. I don't know. Purge. I don't know if everyone listening to this knows. I mean, if they've known me for more than 
a couple of years, which mostly our friends are listening to this, which is which is nice. Um, but Thanks. if they've known me for more Thanks, than a pals. couple, <laughs> yes, I hope, hello. I hope we get like three random people who don't know us and do all weird parasocial relationships with us based on this. But yeah, I hope I hope that I do hope that for me um, and for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I would please be more. <laughs> but I have been. I have. I've had uh, for for a long time a relationship with the purge that has been very intense and powerful. Um, and there's going to be a new, pur- they're, they're releasing a new Purge movie, uh, so we're getting back into, we missed 2020 for new Purge content, but we're getting back into Purge movie every year, uh, oh, spirit, so thank God. Uh, but yeah, that's also a one um, where it's like, this really says a lot about our society. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's like, I feel like there's, a, there maybe there should be a subcategory of horror that is just this really says a lot about our society. Yeah. Right now, I can think of The Purge and Saw to put in that. You can tell that, like, what the director wants you to say to yourself as you're leaving the theaters really makes you think. (laughs) I think that the um, microphone caught the audio in the background of of Archie wobbling in the bowl. I think there was just the sound of him. That also really makes me think. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of like other, like there's just so much to get into. Like, I mean, and there's so much that I just like, I feel like I don't even feel qualified or capable at this point. Like I need, I feel like I need to like prepare like a, like an essay or like go and find citations and stuff to even begin to talk about things. Like for instance, the racial politics of this film. Yeah, Again, the- insane. Again, the carceral politics. Well, this is interesting, like, because this is the first time, like, Saw... Well, Saw has had... And actually, Saw has had specifically a black cop as a protagonist before. Oh, yeah. Saw 4 was but that. But they never really discussed police brutality. But it hasn't been... Um, it hasn't been... Well, they have. Because they've discussed police corruption. That's true. I don't think uh, it's on the same level. Of no, it definitely crime. wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Um, but, like, er- the whole thing of Saw 2 is that it's a punishment for Eric Matthews, a corrupt cop. Right. Like, it's not, like, necessarily about... It's it's about the fact that he's putting innocent, quote, people in jail. But, I'm like, not even that, even. Because, um, like, the people that... Um, like, the people that get put in the house trap are all people that he sent to jail, but Jigsaw doesn't consider them innocent either. Like, they obviously still committed crimes, but then there's something that, like, Eric Matthews, like, railroaded the system and, like, you know, planted false evidence or, like, whatever other shit that cops do. But, yeah, like, he, like, ultimately Jigsaw doesn't forgive Eric Matthews' victims. And Okay, so... Per the Wikipedia page for this film, we've been committing a grave error by referring to it as part of the Saw franchise... This is not part of the Saw franchise, if in case you were wondering. This is a new film. The thing is according, that... According to the makers of said film, yeah, the, the idea of having Tobin Bell in it was rejected because they didn't want it to feel like part of the Saw franchise. Yeah, the thing... Yeah, did you see the thing about how they had the idea of having Tobin Bell sing a Johnny Cash cover as the yeah, credits? Yeah, I'm completely obsessed with that, and I'm really glad it didn't happen. Tobin Bell released the single, um, but yeah, yeah, no, I saw that on the Wikipedia page as well, but that's obviously stupid, because it is based on the song franchise. I'm obsessed with that, it would have been so <laughs> stupid, and I would have listened to it every day. I know, Can't, what what song do you think they, they would have done? Like, what Johnny Cash song? Oh, God, I can't decide. You have to... There's so well, many no. options. Like, I'm looking. Oh God. 
Now, I'm, now we have to look at, at. I mean, yeah, like I really like Johnny Cash, Cash song. So I'm very scared to contemplate what could have been. What if he did like God's gonna cut you down? Oh my God! Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I want Tobin. I I wish Jigsaw, that I was able to. Jigsaw's gonna cut you down. Yeah, God, God, this really says a lot about our society. What if, yeah, what if Jigsaw is God? Hope not. Well, I'm just... expressed interest in returning as Jigsaw if the story delved into the origins of Billy the Puppet. Yeah! (laughs) Sorry, that uh, that was an audio mess. No, oh my God, please, make another... (sighs) Make make the worst movie of all time about the origins of Billy. Oh my God, no. It has to be like... Tobin Bell. We have to be like on some Annabelle shit here, like... But it's not even supernatural. It's just Billy the Puppet. He's just a, a little scene, guy. A scene featuring a trap had to be cut from the film due to it being, quote, too gnarly. I wonder what the fuck was the trap. I know. I really want to know. What was this film even rated again? Like, I don't know if it was even... Um, like, it has to R, have been R. There's, there was yeah. a lot of fucks in this movie. Yeah. Like, the word fuck. Nobody fucked, but... Yeah. They deployed the word fuck quite often. Mm-hmm. Oh, singles from Spiral the, from the Book of Saw soundtrack. Yeah, yes. no, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna see if I can spine find spine, haha, <laughs> Freudian slip. Whoa. I'm gonna see if I can spine the Book of Spiral soundtrack on Spotify. I bet you can. I can. Yeah, it's right there. The Book of Spiral. The Book of Spiral. Spiral the Book of Saw. Okay, let me see. Hold on. Oh my God! Yeah, it's out there. I love music. Okay, here, no, here it is. Here it is. Spiral from the Book of Saw soundtrack. This is the original songs that this guy made for the, the um. Spiral from Spiral the Book of Saw. No, wait. Yeah. Spiral from Spiral from the Book of Saw. Everything I do, I be tissed in My younger got no body, she's still pissing the bed. So good, I love it. I'm pretty obsessed with it. Out of baloney, I just came for the bread. It's like, hello, that's a really good thing. It's gotta be, you know? I love it. Yeah, the credits start, and then. Like, I'm not joking, I genuinely think this song is awesome. Okay, I'm gonna fade it out. Okay. I don't want to just abruptly cut it off. Slowly turning down the volume on your phone. Yeah, of course I did. Of course you did. (laughs) How else am I gonna fade it out? What kind of technology do you think I have over here? He's got like such power. No, I, I do that sometimes when I think it would be um, when I think it would be too awkward and like kill the vibe to just abruptly cut a song. I will just slowly lower the volume. Um, okay, more information that I'm receiving from the Wikipedia page, not from like an inside source, is that the film was given an NC-17 rating eleven times before they finally cut enough scenes to get it down to an R rating. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So clearly, it was even edgier 
darker and edgier than ever. I want I want to see the spiral uncut version. I know, which sounds like silly because I know, I know. It's not a good movie, but like I literally like when will they release the spirals director cut so we can watch it. Oh uh, yeah, so there's like literally an EP of like four songs that this guy, 21 Savage, uh did for um for Spiral. Uh it's just called Spiral from the Book of Saw soundtrack by 21 Savage. And it's uh Spiral, the title track. You ain't hard, so down from bad. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah. yeah. And it's Spiral, you ain't hard, down bad and emergency. Oh, yes. So good. We have to listen to the other songs. Okay. Just for just for a second, just some samples. Okay. This is down bad. Okay, yeah, I see the vibes. I I don't remember when this played, or maybe this is just I don't a just. Yeah, I think this is just like a just a special song that was made. Yeah. We just have to listen to these songs so we can think more about Spiral. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, Spiral this is, from the Book of Saw soundtrack kind of fucks. This is this is you ain't hard. I kind of like the the like blade sound effects they've been putting in. has three people on it. It's got 21 Savage, Gunna, and Young Thug. Yeah, this one is called Emergency. Oh, sick. I'm I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. Yeah, he did like, good work. This is the best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like literally, literally, I, I have saved it. I have liked it on Spotify, and I've yeah, saved like, it. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Like, I've saved it, and when I think about Saw, I'm going to listen to these songs, and I'm gonna maybe I should make a Saw playlist. It can just be like yeah. Hello Zep the original and this EP. And then, yeah, like literally. <laughs> Probably some like mid 2000s like white boy rock songs. Oh, fucking the the heavy metal song that like the metal the new metal that has been in the credits of like yeah, some of the first. Over the credits. You yeah, like, like the first. Like, yeah, they're the movie is good. They're not gonna be as good as Spiral from Spiral from the Book of Songs. No, absolutely not. But they could be like a vibe. They could be like yeah. they could put you in the headspace energy of like. Yeah, you could like throw that thing on shuffle and like you could you know you can enjoy. Yeah, it. of like watching watching Saw two from two thousand five and you're like. Yeah, this new metal song really makes me feel like I'm watching Saw 2 from 2005. It does have a very specific mid-2000s vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much like the vibe of, like, those horrible, like, quick-cut flashbacks that they do. Oh, my God. I wish and that they had done... They, they did a couple, like, like, kind of quick edit things, but I miss I miss those, like, headache-inducing yeah, like, flashbacks. Nausea, the nausea-inducing, <laughs> like, green, green and orange-tinted, super quick-cut flashbacks. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, those are really part of the Saw aesthetic, and they seem to be gone forever, which is fair, but also sad. I know. Yeah. Like, they didn't do any of the, and they didn't do any of, like, this, those particular sound effects they normally do when, like, the, like, the person who's being, like, hunted sees, like, the person with the pig mask, and then they get, like, grabbed, and it didn't do, like, all the, like, sound effects it does, like, in the past. Yeah. Um, which, you know, fair. I did think that the way that they actually did, yeah, like, I've established that I liked the way that they did the pig mask, and I, and it's like, yeah, but that's another thing, too, is he, did he do all, I guess, did he, is he supposed to have done all these kidnappings by himself? Like, yeah, I guess maybe that leaves them room for, basically, I mean, yeah, it does. A la, a la OG Saw franchise, because this has been yeah. a new, a new, this film is a new not, film franchise. Not part of the Saw franchise. Yeah, except, Except it's now a bad. we need to learn about all of this, guys. We need, we need to learn about the evil Italian jigsaws, evil Italian apprentices. Oh, my God. Oh, Mario and Luigi. God, no, Mario, <laughs> this is not the way. <laughs> I mean, he's a plumber. He probably knows some things, you know? Yeah. Um, Tobin Bell was an engineer. Oh, um, I miss you, Tobin Bell. <laughs> Tobin I'm Bell wasn't in this... Tobin Bell wasn't in this one. I I don't know if I've said this before, but Tobin Bell wasn't in this one. Oh, he wasn't. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If we I don't know if I said anything about the fact I think that. By sheer familiarity, I began I began to feel fond of Tobin Bell. Yeah, I just like when I see when I see his like little you know when I see his face and that expression his, like, he's always making regular face like his like where he's always like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, effort. Can see that. Yeah, nobody, nobody can see that, but I did just make the face that Tobin Bell always makes. It's like a blue steel, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just it's good to see him. It's good to see him. Yeah, it's fun because like it's like he's being let dead. Tobin Bell be part of the Billy the Puppet backstory film and let Tobin Bell sing a Johnny Cash song over the credits, please. Let Tobin Bell <laughs> sing a Johnny Cash song to Billy the Puppet. <laughs> Please, I want to see the scene of him pruning, pruning a Johnny Cash song to Billy the Puppet. Directly thinking about, thinking about how he loves his curvy wife. <laughs> Literally, I know what she hates. Drug addict. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my God! I don't know. Is there even anything more to say? I was gonna say. I feel like that's a good stopping point. I, I think that yeah. I think that we've left. Uh, we've left an opening that for the future. Image. Yeah, just that moving and beautiful image. Just something to reflect upon. Yeah, we can um, think about that and like mm-hmm. really, really meditate on that mental image. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good night, ladies and gentlemen, and others. Yeah. We've covered every possible spiral from the book of Saw. God, I can't say the name of this film right. I named the audio file for this spiral book of ass. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so um good night besties <laughs> so true besties you don't want no problems in this obvious call me soft cause i laugh when i body shit oh, we play hot potato with the ops we be dropping shit giving out free smoke cause we got a lot of it trying to feed the fam i was trapping in the cold